0: If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well I'd buy you a house, I would buy you a house. All right, kids, welcome to episode 406 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Canada. It is Friday. It is 11.05 in the morning. I should be at work. I am hungover. I am going to do a 20-minute show because I have to get to a noon meeting. Now, we're going to prove on this episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast that I can do quality and quantity at the exact same time. So you can drain that or save that, Ken and Bill. All right, so here's what's going to happen in the pinball world. I am not going to be at Expo, but I think I can maybe give some information that might make Canada the talk of Pinball Expo this year. I'm going to just have you guys guessing what that's going to be. But here's the thing. I'll talk about it at the end of the show. Let's talk about what's going on in the pinball world right now. So I can't believe it. Elvira's are being unboxed as we speak this week, and owners of the game are starting to play the game and give their first impressions of the game. And we've said it before. Say what you will about Stern Pinball. Say what you will about the other pinball manufacturers out there. It is incredible how quickly this game went from announcement, reveal, to streaming, to in your home. Record time. I mean, I think it was only like two weeks this time uh, before people were unboxing the game. Now, that is incredible. And no one else out there can even come close to this level of efficiency in the pinball world. And I think because of that efficiency, I'm here to say, because we all know that Stern Pinball isn't putting the most into these games. We know that. They know that. And what I mean by that. Is we know that a Stern game probably cost around three thousand dollars to make, and so they're doubling, if not tripling, if not you know multiplying by five the profit margin on some of these games. But here's the thing, they deserve it. They just they just deserve it because they get you games quickly. I mean, i mean, it's just it's just that simple. Every other pinball manufacturer makes you wait months and months and months to get the game. I mean, think about it. It's been six months since people gave deposits down on a collector's edition of Willy Wonka. American Pinball made people wait six months to get Oktoberfest after they revealed it, right? What else? What else has taken a long time? I don't know. Suncoast Pinball, they're out, then they're out of business right away. Alien Pinball, years. Dutch Pinball, years. Right? Stern Pinball, weeks. They have it down to a matter of weeks. Everyone in that company should be doing cartwheels in a victory lap. All right. But here's the thing. I'm going to talk a little bit about this <laughs> at the end of this show. Um, I think Elvira you know a lot of us were speculating why this game come out when it did like why didn't Stern give Jurassic Park more time and why are they rushing this game out and I'm here to tell you like this isn't one of the big ones this is This is a game for Elvira fanatics. It's a game that was sitting at Stern Pinball for three years. I think people forget that too. Dennis Nordman designed this game and it sat at Stern Pinball for three years until they decided, okay, we have time in the schedule now to make Elvira. They probably had time in the schedule because nobody had Black Knights ordered and they just, okay, what can we do? What can we do to put something else on the line? Because Stern Pinball doesn't see what's on the line in terms of what game is on the line, they just see a game on the line equals dollars equals profit they're making money on everything right they will always make money on everything the way they they handle their business right we've seen it before hey that 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 armor didn't sell on wwe ah don't worry about it just throw it on guardians of the galaxy no one will notice that you know that we did that um we all noticed that but it doesn't matter because they'll do it and you'll buy it. I mean, doesn't Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy feel like 18 years ago it came out? It wasn't. It was only like, what, a year or two ago? Monsters feels like an eternity ago in the pinball world. Uh, so look, um, I think it's exciting that Elvira is out there. It's clear that the code is early on. So it's going to be another Lyman Sheets a long marathon. But we all know at the end of that marathon, it will be one of the one of the best coded pinball games. everything he touches turns to Lyman Sheets gold. So super excited. I just can't wait to play the game. We've had a lot of debate mainly around the pricing of the signature edition, which I still think is a sucker's buy, but i I, I understand why people buy it. Zach Manny. I understand why you won't come on the show, also, Zach Manny. Bye, 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 bye. I, actually, we need to start playing the N sync, bye, 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 bye whenever uh, Zach does his little segment. Anyway. Um, so that's what's happening over there. Okay, have we have we not learned a lesson in which if a, if someone puts up a photo of a game being screwed together, all of a sudden everyone thinks Dutch pinball has everything figured out? Have you seen this photo? It's in the Big Lebowski thread. There is a photo of a big Lebowski play field with all the mechs on it next to an empty cabinet. And it's a you know, it said final testing before it goes into the cabinet and goes out to customers. And Barry is telling people that they're making four to five games a week. Okay, so I just wanna call BS on this whole thing. I think he's pulling another Andrew Highway. And here's what I mean by that. We know that he has a bunch of parts Uh, for partially assembled games that he got from ARA all right, he's got a lot of parts Uh, but we also know that one of the parts that he doesn't have in quantity um, is our cabinets right and we saw in that photo if you go back and you look at the photo of all the parts that Barry got from ARA there were a few cabinets so do I think he's going to be able to screw together a few games yes I do now here's the question nobody is asking Did all 40 games go out to customers yet? Did all 40 games arrive in in good condition? Now, we know they didn't. Some of the games that are being put together now are to make up for the insurance claims on a few of the games that got destroyed in shipping, okay? The problem with this whole thing now is this. Nobody knows numbers, right? These games aren't numbered. Nobody knows, do I have number like Fifty-one. Do I have number 60? There's, there's no plaques on them. So I'm not sure if they're numbered on the back of the games. They might be. Okay. But then we also don't know the number of parts that he has to start making new games. We don't know the number of employees that he has to put these games together. We don't know what parts are missing. We don't know the number of months it's going to take to get those parts in. It's all one big question mark. And I think when I read people's responses, right? Ready right, gets like 20 thumbs up when you see a picture of a game next to a cabinet. I just want to caution everybody not to immediately think that everything is going to be roses here on out. Don't forget the fact that this was a guy that lied to all of you out there. Don't forget that this is a guy who spent three years incapable of finding a solution. Don't forget that this is a guy who took people's games And now is reselling them to new buyers, screwing over the original buyers of the game. Don't forget all that just because you see a game next to a cabinet, okay? Now, speaking of Big Lebowski, I put up a little poll about what I should do with mine and whether I should sell it to an early achiever or if I should auction it off for charity in which the proceeds would go to a good cause. Um, I have to check the results of that. I think it was pretty 50-50 on that. I think there was more people about uh, the charity part of it, which I actually would feel better about because then I have to run into the whole situation of, well, how do I pick the early achiever? I, I could put all of their names in a hat and pull it out and do it that way. Uh, but then, but then if I do that, here's what happens. You, you appease one early achiever, the rest of them are still disappointed again. And if we did the charity thing, I think it's a win win uh, for everybody involved and because it's for a good cause. And ultimately, it's the people at the end of the charity that matter the most. So we were going to do it for uh, the children's hospital stuff. So we'll see what we do with that game. Uh, here's why I don't really care. I'll, I'll tell you at the end of the show why I'm, I'm, I'm kind of easily walking away from the big Lebowski. Um, what else is going on in the pinball world? So Spooky Pinball has a new VIP plan. I haven't seen all the details about it. I was just told about it. I was heard that for like 550 bucks a year. I think you join their like VIP club. I don't know if it's called like the Fang Club or something like that. I'm sorry if I'm making this. I should have listened to the segment. This is not like me. I'm just in a rush this morning. Um, For 550 bucks, I think you get some knickknacks and and whatnot. But you also get the ability to get to the front of the line when they make a new game. Uh, So if you saw the way like Alice Cooper worked, you know, if you were in the low, you know, numbers, you got your games early on. If you were near the end of the run, uh, you might have waited a year. So this is a you know this is sort of like a, a way to cut the line. Do I think that will work for Chuck and Company? Uh, I don't, and the only reason why is I just don't think there's that kind of demand to wanna to cut the line. Now, if Stern Pinball, here's the difference. If Stern Pinball said for 500 bucks a year, and I told this to Zach Sharp, I, I emailed him. I said, Zach, you guys should definitely do something with Stern Insider Club where you could pay more and if you're like a VIP Stern Insider, then you get the ability to get first crack at LEs and SLEs of games. And how awesome would that be for them? And people would happily, happily spend that 100 bucks or whatever, $500 more a year to have that ability instead of having to chase down distributors and maybe getting locked out of a game that they would want. So I think that would be a smart move for Zach. So Zach, take that into George's office and say, hey, look, Chris has got another idea we should do because we all know charging $15,000 for these games was Canada's idea. I can go back and find the podcast in which I said it and they they executed it to the perfect degree. So Zach, you did a great job with all that. So I think it, I think it would work. I think it would work, but I just don't think the demand's there for Spooky the way it is with Stern, right? And because we see right now, Um, that Spooky Pinball just announced that they are finishing up production on Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. And if if the, uh, the timing is what Chuck is predicting, on December 2nd, the final number 500 of Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle will be put out in the world. And we have to say congratulations to Chuck and company. They once again have delivered on their promise they once again will have got everybody their games in the fiscal year in which they promised it and we we can we can say without a doubt that spooky pinball has shipped 500 more times 500 the volume as Deep Root Pinball in 2019. and I think that's a pretty amazing feat. After all, wasn't Deep Root supposed to ship more games in this year than, than any other company in the history of pinball? So congratulations to Chuck. We look forward to seeing Scott Denisi's next game. Uh, I don't think it will be at Expo because I think Chuck still wants to sell all Aldous Coopers. He has a few left. So if you're, if you're interested in one, you can get one brand new in box. Uh, and I have to say, you know, this has been one of the games where I, I definitely did a little bit of a 180, and I think people really enjoy the game. And I haven't heard many issues with it. Uh, and I think, you know, Chuck and company are going to continue to improve what they give us. Sorry, a little burp there, guys. I just got back from the gym, and I'm like chugging a protein shake. You guys should work out. You should like hit pause. Hold on, I'm going to take a sip of this protein shake. Wow, I'm like the other pinball podcast out there right now. I'm going to actually, I'm going to edit out that pause. You know when they're like drinking and they make you listen to them drinking throughout the entire show? Anyway, what else is going on in pinball? We've covered Spooky. We've covered Stern. Uh, Jersey Jack, you know, the wait for the Wonka uh, code Not the code. The wait for Willy Wonka Collector's Edition continues. I think we have to see it at, um, at Expo. I also don't know what people are expecting. We already know everything that's going to be in it in the design matrix. So I think the more Jack makes people wait... Uh, the, you know, I don't know. The expectations are going to keep becoming more and more like high and the delivery of what people are going to get is not going to. I don't think it's going to meet your expectations because I don't think you're going to see stuff like different artwork on the play field. I, it's going to be the same layout. I don't think you're going to see, uh, you know, a topper that's going to blow your mind the way Pirates of the Caribbean topper blew your mind. I just don't. I, I really don't. I mean, look at the toppers that have gone on. Ev- it's like this. I told this to somebody the other day. Look at the toppers that have gone on every single Jersey Jack game other than than Pirates of the Caribbean. They've all been just like basic like plastic toppers, nothing special, okay? Speaking of, I I do have confirmation now that 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 Medieval Madness remake is coming with the big screen, all right? And I know who's working on the topper for it. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you, but it's gonna be freaking awesome. Uh, So that's coming. So if you want a Medieval Madness remake, uh, I bet they're gonna showcase it at Expo. It makes total sense. All right, what else is going on in the pinball world? Ah, I'm trying to think about how to like, let me see, you know, you know me, you know, Canada, I love to give you guys rumors and what's going to come and speculate on what's next and what's around the corner. Look, we're only at the 13 minute mark. By this point in this week in pinball podcast, Zach and Dennis are like just getting into it, just getting into it. And we've already given you more news and good stuff going on. And we're only at 13 minutes. Oh my God. Can I get a Twippy vote? All right. Here's the thing. Like I said, I'm not going to be at expo. But I think I could be the talk of Expo. Oh my God! I almost forgot something, guys. It's October. You are now officially allowed to buy Oktoberfest. It's the perfect game for this time of year. Oh, American pinball, get the line ready. The order banks are just going to be flooding in with orders this week. It's it's it's. I mean, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting someone that doesn't want an Oktoberfest pinball machine in 2019. This October, it was. It's the perfect game for this time of year. I mean, I just woke up and I told Brenda, I'm going to go out today and buy myself an Oktoberfest pinball machine. I'm going to do it. Don't, you can't stop me. You can't stop me. Had an entire year to make the art package better, but they failed to do it. What a great business decision. Hey guys, canadapinball at gmail.com. Get me on board. Let me see what you're doing with the next game. I'll help you out. I'll help you out. First thing I'm going to do is fire the artist. All right, let's see what's going on in the pinball world. All right. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I started this podcast with the song If I Had a Million Dollars, right? And I love that song. I love you, Ed Robertson. I love you. I love all Canadians. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. You guys want one thing. I know what you want. I know what you want. I know what you're craving. You're craving a dream theme. Do you hear it got like real quiet? I'm going to get closer to the microphone. You want a theme that's based on something you love, you want a theme that's based on something you grew up with. You want a theme that sparks emotion, stirs your soul. You want a theme that's bolted to the floor. If you're honest with yourself, that's the kind of game you want. Something that you have a memory associated with that's very, very positive. It's not Black Knight, sort of rage. You know it's not. It's not stuff like that. It's not, you know, it's it's not Guardians of the Galaxy. You want a theme that's a dream. I'm not gonna tell you what that theme is right now, but I'm going to tell you this it's coming and it's the kind of theme where i I just I'm here to tell you right now like i'm I, I have to get it I have to because I just like it, it it means more to me than Willy Wonka it means more to me than Big Lebowski, it means more to me than than Star Wars. it means more to me just because it's just more of a connection point um and I think what's coming. Is going to be like a one, two, three, four punch right now, and you know who it's coming from. It's, it's no, there's no doubt they were going to do it. We've been saying it for years. We've been we've been pressuring them on this show for three years now. Canada's Pinball Podcast has been pressuring Stern Pinball to give us more, and they've answered the call. They've answered the call. I mean, yeah, sure, I would like a little bit more in the games here and there, but what have they done? They've improved every single thing. But they continue to go out and get stuff that just will blow you away, and they have they have a tsunami coming of titles and things that are just going to blow you away. Uh, there's a, there's a little bit of a thing coming too that's a little bit. It's going to be underwhelming, and we'll talk about that on a future episode of this show very soon. Um, you know, I but I just I just I get all giddy inside, and you know me. Look, I I know what you're going to say. Hey, Chris, we heard you get this way with Willy Wonka, and absolutely. But here's the thing. You all know why. You all know why my, my love turned to sourness with that game. And I'm just very confident. Well, here's the thing. I, I should pause for a minute because I haven't seen anything. And I think it does raise a big question. A dream theme, will it, will it be a dream game if it doesn't have the assets we want in it? Now, that's a topic for another show. But because I don't know that yet, I can just tell you on theme alone, it it almost would have to be the worst use of assets ever for me not to get this game. That's how excited I am for it. So I'm just here to say that, you know, I'm trying to choose my words carefully. I'm just here to tell you this. If you are a fan of pinball and you are excited to see what comes out in pinball in the next six months, I think you are going to have a very very amazing time in this hobby. I think you are going to have the ability to buy what I believe are going to be some of the greatest pinball themes and greatest pinball games we've ever seen. And for the old curmudgeons who want to keep complaining, like there's no point in complaining because we can go buy a new Medieval Madness and Attack from Mars and Monster Bash. Like It's the greatest period of pinball because when you think about it, the greatest games from the Bally Williams eras are now available. You've got Stern pushing the envelope. You've got Jersey Jack pushing the envelope. You're going to have so many amazing games to choose from. I hope the economy and your wallets stay solid enough to go in on these games because what's coming is going to be so hard to resist so hard see Elvira to me was like man you it's like eh, it's like, I say this I mean this like Elvira is going to be a little bit of a fart in the wind when you see the kinds of titles that are coming out and, and but that's okay because Elvira was always meant to be a niche title for Elvira fans like that's what it was always meant to be and it will be that it's like I said like if you're not into Elvira and those campy movies why would you like run after this game especially when you see what's coming and I know you guys I see you guys at shows we're all around the same age we're all you know maybe you're a little bit older maybe a little bit younger but we all, I know what you like this isn't just what you like this is what you love okay and I'm gonna leave you with that more to come on that on Canada's pinball podcast now look look I love you guys I'm not going to beg for twippy votes. I'm not going to do it. I don't need to do it. It's, it's funny because I was, I was just joking with Ken over at um, Special Wet and Lit, and he's starting to ask for twippy votes in, in like the nicest way possible. Ken is like the nicest guy. He's like, Ken's the kind of guy who just like loves, like he'll give, he'll just say he, he you know, he, he thinks Domino's pinball is like, okay. <laughs> like he's just, I love, I love his positivity. We need more of it. I like hanging out with people that are much more positive about the hobby. I'm always giving them crap, and I love Bill too. You know, Bill's always on the fence about stuff. He's like, starts debates, and he's on the fence about his own debate. (laughs) I said, I'm going to build a physical fence in the special When Lit studio for Bill to sit on. Um, No, but I talk to these guys. But anyway, um, it's funny that we're all sort of starting to even talk about Twippies because it's so far away. I always say it's a strategy. It's like, a, it's like the football season. You got to play your best football near the end of the season and just make it into the playoffs, right? I always used to tell that to Ryan C. I'm like, you guys peak too early. You don't want to have your best shows in like August. They're going to be long forgotten memories come December, January. Anyway, everybody, more to come on this show. But I think you're going to hear this stuff first on Canada's Pinball Podcast. I think you're going to be excited. I know you like it when I get giddy. I'm doing backflips all the way to work. I'm, I'm telling Brenda right now, you know what, Brenda? We're buying this. She can hear me. She, she's like, Chris, what are we doing? We got, we're got we going on a honeymoon in like 10 days. I know that, baby. But if you see me out there only eating ramen, it's because of this new title coming out. Everyone, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. That was 21 minutes, Zach Manny. See, in 21 minutes... We can get more excitement than two hours. Come on, Dennis, stop talking trash about my apartment, buddy. It's all paid for. No mortgage, just maintenance, which would shock all you guys how much maintenance is in New York City. Later, guys.